the millionaire is up early and up late. There's so many sacrifices that you will make to make your first million because I made so many sacrifices because it's for your business. It's not for an hourly wage. You're also getting a lot more money if you're doing it right. It's worth that sacrifice. You know, like I said, I'd be standing for 12 hours, but I'd be walking away with darn near $2,000 a day, if not more. Thank you for tuning in to the Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast with Felicia Fricasi. Her mission is to empower you with short, on-the-go business tips and advice to help you successfully start and run your company like a boss. And now, here's your host, Beauty Boss Millionaire, Felicia Fricasi. Welcome back to Beauty Boss Millionaire. I'm your host, Felicia Fricasi. And the objective of this episode, again, is to kind of just go over what a millionaire's work ethic looks like and uh, what millionaires do to sacrifice and to pull it all together to make their first million. Because I think somewhere along the line, people get it confused with what a boss is versus what it is to be a worker. And basically, the millionaire is up early and up late. I really mean that. There's so many sacrifices that you will make to make your first million because I made so many sacrifices being away, like I said earlier, being away from the family. And not being around my children sometimes, I'd have to, you know, do what I had to do to make sure they were good. Now, you know, like all those sacrifices I made in the first very beginning years, they don't even remember it. They're just so grateful that they have a nice life. They, they're reminded daily. <laughs> I remind them daily of how their life could be if, it, if mommy was not making moves. Even to this day, I just have to up and leave sometimes. And they're here with the nanny and the nanny, obviously, I got the nanny cam and I can watch on my phone because thank God for technology. And they have phones and I can call them and check on them. Um, but you know, there's a lot of sacrifices that I've made and I still am making to this day just to make sure I check on the operations. You know, like I was saying earlier, how I stood in one spot for 12 hours for a week straight. That was just one. I've done that probably for the first year of business, 12 hour days, not even thinking twice. That's why when I see people complaining about a little four hour shift or a six hour shift or even a 10 hour shift, I don't, I don't, it doesn't phase me. I'm like, well, that's what you're gonna have to do. You got to understand the sacrifices that you're you're making. And any millionaire knows what I'm talking about. These millionaires, they're not lazy. They're up trying to figure it out. They're up at the computer doing research. I mean, you're really going to have to research things to death. Literally, you're going to research to find out another thing. All your time and energy is going into this. The TV you've been off was off for a year. I had, like I said, no TV. I didn't, I don't even remember, like, I just had a few friends. Like, I, I'm kind of better off, like, not, I don't do the whole friend thing too well sometimes in the very beginning. Because now I have friends all, you know, friends like to call me and, I, you know, I reach out here and there. But my, and I love people, don't get me wrong. But because my job, I deal with people all day and making people happy. And, you know, my customers end up becoming my friends. And I, I you know, I, I kind of like to my home time to be my sanctuary so I can focus on what I'm doing and build in the background. And, you know, I'm a mom too. So, you know, your, your time is limited. Literally, I remember building stores. It would take me like a month to build a store. I literally sometimes would just check my phone for only emails and any emergency texts. I would just scan through the text and if it had nothing to do with no business and I couldn't really get to that person. And I'm so grateful that I learned to be selfish with my time because me being selfish with my time was allowing me to put more time into my business. And you got to remember something too. I have a very, very large family. Literally, there's like a bunch of us. I've got sisters, tons of sisters. I've got tons of brothers. And, you know, I would always call on them like, hey, can you help me out? Can you help me? And if they could help me, they could. If they couldn't, they couldn't. No big deal. You know, it was just the way it was. 
If I had a friend that could help me, they could help me. But if they couldn't, I'd do it by myself. I'd be sitting up here cutting up sticks, you know, making sure the store was good and trying to get it started. And, you know, it was just crazy because it was like a lot of sacrifices that I made, you know. And, you know, even sometimes I realized like, dang, I ain't cooking meal all week. Like, that's how it was. And, you know, some people aren't really flexible. They don't even understand what, what the stuff I'm talking about. They couldn't even do it. That's why I tell people all the time. I'm not going to lie to you entrepreneurship starting from the ground up is not for everybody some people rather just you know get a loan which is good if you can get a loan I couldn't I was in a position and and just start off paying everything paying for servants paying for help paying for workers and all that from the jump and but when that loans up and that money runs out how are you going to keep it going this is the issue I have because when you aren't given anything you have to depend on your own two feet and your own mouth, meaning that your mouth to speak and sell and talk and jumping on the phone call, convincing people to come, you know, and good customer service. I already had the customer service in the bag because I was working in customer service before. That was my last job, actually, before I started my business. I was in customer service at Verizon Wireless. And so I know what it was like to get hung up on a hundred times. I knew what it was like to try to make someone happy. I knew what it was like to create a bond with someone to make them happy with the product. You know, I used to get always, um, you know, stars and awards because I was always really good with people. And I would understand, see, it's not that hard. You're just trying to make them happy. And if you can't explain why you can't make them happy, but tell them what you can do. Stop focusing on what you can't do and focus on what you can do to make them happy. And they're going to come back to you. And I always treated everyone with respect. I never judge anybody. And even to this day in real life, I don't care if someone comes in there looking homeless like they don't have no money. I will give them the best service like they were a millionaire or a billionaire because I don't go off that. I just like to make people feel good. It's, maybe it's my ministry. you know. Maybe it's my gift that God's given me. I like to make people happy. I, th- I like people to be happy when they leave my business. And you should too. Now, things that I did in the beginning, you know, you got to be quick and spontaneous. I really want to go back to this whole flexible thing because this is the thing that most entrepreneurs won't do. They won't even, this is what it takes to be a millionaire. When it was time for me to lay down and lay low, I laid low. When it was time for me to get up early, I got up early. When it was time for me to stay up, I stayed up. When it was time for me to make these sales and be the only one there, I was the only one there. When it was time for me to be alone and, and just think about ideas, that I was the only person pushing myself. It was really hard because you feel like you're alone even though you might have some support around you. You don't know if you're going to fail or not. So your anxiety and the level of stress is on 10 and sometimes you can take a break and a breather. On Sundays, I would go to church and pray to God and ask God that he would help me with my business. But then Monday, I was back to it. I was back to grinding. I was back to, you know, sacrificing and trying to figure out how to pull it all together, making it work, advertising, calling up people, doing socialites in the city, you know, people that are somewhat popular, got some pull, you know, or even just regular people I would do for free, you know, give out some of those samplers to people, you know, put it out on, on social media, you know, invest in you know, Instagram, pay the $5 a day for advertising. And hopefully somebody comes in from that, you know, make sure you know your demographic too. You know, spending all this time talking to one person, come to find out all the people that want the parties are between the ages of 18 to, to 30. Nobody after, I don't know about you, but where I'm at, sometimes people don't party like that after a certain age. They just, they're more formal. They don't want to, they don't care. So you need to know your market. Start advertising in that market. Get referral codes. Hey, look, if you bring someone back to me, I'll give you this. And people will come bringing back people back to you. And that's the beauty of being a millionaire. What I was able to do was I able to sit up here and duplicate the process 
when I realized and I got to a store that was, you know, making the same, I could predict, and I, I know this sounds crazy, I can literally predict what I'm going to make in the next three months to a year. Uh, even through this pandemic, I'm, it's a little bit different, but for the most part, it's the numbers. Um, I'm able to kind of predict what's going to happen based off what I did today and yesterday. And what I do tomorrow, I'll kind of know from looking. Millionaires sleep, but they don't sleep like you sleep. Millionaires have an intensity in their eye. They have a passion. It's almost like they'll die trying to do this thing. And that's really kind of how I was. And no one told me this. I never realized that I had all the key qualities of being a millionaire. I wasn't going to give up. I wasn't going to stop. I like to challenge myself too. That's another thing. I always challenged myself. Whatever goal I did the month before, I said, how do I get it up so I can make $2,000 more, $5,000 more? And I would actually get to the goal. I'm like, wow, I actually did it. And I know exactly what I did to do it because I just looked at my cash flow, meaning that the flow of cash coming in on a daily basis and I said, what makes me the most money? And I sold that. And I said, okay, now I did that. What can I make up? And I made up another thing. And I made up something else that worked. And I'm like, wow, like, I can't believe I just did this. And then I said, you know what? Forget this little money. How do I make the big money? How do I get $250, $250 or $350? Or even, you know, like I said, one person walks in my store and they'll pay me $1,000 for a service. Like, that's what I'm talking about. I went from literally $1,999 lashes. Now I'm making people are putting stacks in my hand and walking out because my reputation preceded me. One, two, I give a good job. Three, people know the business because I've been around for so long and I stand on integrity. I try to fix any problem that goes wrong. You you have to try to fix problems. You don't want to be making all this money and you got a horrible reputation. Lastly, I'm going to talk quickly about building permits, you know, um, leases. You got to really negotiate with those leases. You got to be a good negotiator. I've talked about that previous and other episodes but make sure is uh, if you're a millionaire, you know what I'm talking about. And you, the future millionaire that you are going to be, you are going to have to negotiate, look at leases, cut corners. If, it, if a corner needs to be cut and you know you can do it to save yourself money and save yourself time, go ahead and do it. You have to do what's best for your business and make sure that you're being profitable. Speak up for yourself. Speak up for your business. Make sure you're on time. Run your business on time. Be there early. If you're late, if you're on time, you're late. Be there way early. And lastly, I want to get into how your personal relationships can really affect you being a millionaire because I am very particular about who I let around me in any season of my life because I know who I am. I know what I'm here to do and I'm not going to stop until I get that job done. So if someone's around me that's detracting from my vision, you're going to have to know what to do. Stay tuned. More up next with the Beauty Boss Millionaire. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for the Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast. And don't forget to follow the Beauty Boss Millionaire, Felicia Fricasi, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Beauty Boss Millionaire.